Sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the broke. Sleep is the new broke. If you woke up broke, then you had no business going to sleep. I'm here to tell you that if you live by any one of those rules, you are playing this game that we call life like an amateur. The Creator Podcast. My name is Dion Williams, a.k.a. Dion Does, and I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator, and therefore it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good, whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together to be the difference. Creator family, how is it going? How's your mama? Hope you guys are, are blessed, less stress. And I'm so, so grateful that you're tuning in to the podcast, hopefully on a daily basis. I'm going I'm to get short, straight. I'm going to keep this short, straight and to the point, hopefully. <laughs> uh, I want to get you in and out today because I want to leave you some extra time so that you could rest. That's what this episode is all about, man. You know, there is a lie out there that I once lived my life by. And I got a lot of videos online to prove it. I mean, just straight red eyes, eyes cro- eyes looking both, like looking different ways. Can't see straight, got a headache because I didn't sleep. I was up working on the grind. Now, there's a lot of people that I really, really respect. They kind of have brands or messages kind of built along those same things, right? People that I respect a lot and people that I probably agree with every single thing outside of their, uh, that comes out their mouth except for that. But again, I used to believe that lie that you just, you just had to, it was all work, no resting, no sleep. You know, that sleep was for the weak, sleep was for the broke. These are things that came out of my mouth These are things that I told other people with, you know, meaning well. Now, let me be clear what I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying that it's bad to work hard or that success may not or 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 I'm not saying that there won't be times where your success will require you to put in a lot of hours to work overtime, possibly stay up late and actually get less sleep. But again, this goes in. Or this falls in line with the idea of working smart. And sometimes working hard is required when you're working smart. But the perspective isn't that hard work always pays off, right? Because you could be working hard about working hard on something in a very dumb way, a very inefficient way. Something that moves you south when you're trying to go north, east when you're trying to go west. All right. And so our principle comes to us from Mr. Alan Cohen, who says there is virtue, there is virtue in work and there is virtue in rest. Use both and overlook neither. That's so, so important to understand that there's virtue in both work and rest and that we need to use both and neither are to be overlooked. And so it's really easy for us to understand why we should work hard, right? We need to make things happen. But, and this is why I say it's easy to fall into this trap, and you're up, but, but it's also showing 
the weakness and the immaturity in your thinking. When the only thing you know to throw at a situation is work and effort, right? There's no creativity. There's no leverage. And again, I'm saying this, and this is probably hitting some of y'all in the chest. But this isn't coming from some high horse, right? This is something that I'm constantly reminding myself to this day because I have that dog in me. You know, one of the things that, that fired me up, there's a quote from Will Smith where he's like, really look, he's looking really serious. And he's like, there's two things that's going to happen if me and you get on a treadmill together. Talking about like if, if, they, if he was competing with someone. He said, either you're getting off first or I'm going to die. That's the only thing that's going to happen. And that's what he's saying. He's saying like, yo, I will outwork you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your name is. That's what's happening. And he and when he said it, I believed it from someone that would say the exact same thing. Now, when some people hear that, they're probably like, whoa, that's inspiring. Or man, um, like I want to be like that one day. Not at all. I've never needed no motivational book for me to have this in me. I didn't read anything in the Bible. Like this is just baked into who I am. When I heard that, I was like, I want to test that. Because I, I really believed him. But I was like, I want to get on a treadmill next to you. Because I because I, I believe that exact same thing. So one of us got to be ready to die. Like, that's the dog that I have in me. So working hard isn't, like, it's a, it's a default setting. But again, it's still, one, it's still the approach of an amateur. I can't tell you. You know, I've been in business for coming up on a decade, multiple different markets, been successful in different markets, and there's been people that I've outworked. I'm talking 10x that have outperformed me. Some by 10x, man. And that's when you realize, and this is the kind of stuff we're talking about when it's like checkers versus chess. And sometimes we think that, now again, be be clear on what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that working hard is bad. But what I'm saying is, if that's your only key to victory, that's your only tool, that's your only weapon, you're very, very limited. All right? And then so when you, when you can adopt the approach of abundance and creativity and see how to solve problems, maybe by collaborating, using teams, right? I was so blind in my hard work, I didn't even think to collaborate as much as I do now, to have a team and, and so much of my success. I'm not the star of the show. I'm not the only guy, but guess what? I get way more done than the version of me that was just only focused on working hard. And that's just a simple one, right? And it was a very that was a layup, easy for me to tell. Way better with me working, way better with me working four hours a day, but with a team that's also locked in and committed. And again, everyone's still working hard, but none of us have the the mindset of no sleep, never sleep. Like, no, we're all going to put our, our work in, but we're also going to put our rest in, right? When you when you understand this, you can do, and a good book that really helped me with this, one of my first kind of introductions to this, um, as I got older and, and in more of a business sense, was this book called Deep Work by Cal Newport. And he really brought clarity to the idea that 
sometimes when you like just because you're going through the motions doesn't mean you're getting a lot done. And I had so many of those nights or so many of those days and I catch myself in them now. That's what I'm grateful for is the awareness to it. So many people that are online, especially the people on social media talking about how hard they worked are the are the amateurs that were busy all day. It's not hard to be busy all day. Do you know how many broke motherfluffers are busy all day? Just busy, but they're broke. It's not about being busy and doing the most. So when they're hashtagging on the grind, good days work. I put put that work hashtag no sleep. Like Ninja, you're cross-eyed. Go take a nap. Why are you working all day? Right? When you understand that the people that put in the most hours around the world don't always win. Now, again, I, 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 will, I will never, ever, ever tell you if you're someone like myself that has that dog in them that this is just willing to grind and work, that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying let's get it tuned correctly. Because then there's the flip side of maybe being legitimately lazy or entitled, right? That's horrible. That's worse. If you had to have one of the two, I'd rather you be the the person willing to not sleep, right? But let's, that's not what this podcast is about. We're talking about four-dimensional living, and some of you guys only work, and you're proud of that. Man, there was a quote I was, I wanted to, I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down. I'm not prepared. I don't have it up in the notes. I don't even know exactly where I put it. Please tell me. I'm just going to search. I'm going to search. I'm searching Ozark in my phone, fluff, and it didn't come up. But there is a quote somewhere in like the first season, might have been the beginning of the second one, where one of the guys, and this isn't a spoiler, but he's he's working with like the cartel leader, and he's supposed to be like laundering money for him. And they were out, there was, they were like out on the golf course, and, and dude was like, hey, you know, we're going to talk about some work now. And I'm paraphrasing horribly, but he essentially said like, the person that obsesses over work and only thinks about that, basically he's doing it all wrong. You know, it was along those lines. He said it a little bit cooler, and I wrote it down, but I forgot it. And so, I was, man, it, great wisdom coming from a cartel drug lord. Even he understands that, man, you can't be one-dimensional, right? We have a family, a community that needs us. You know, we have... Uh, we have a faith. We had it. We got to tap in spiritually. We have to be well rounded, and when we do that, everything gets better. You you have a multiplication effect, right? Some of us are trying to let's let's act like you have four, four. Like we're gonna play a game here, right? And we look at our creator frame. We have faith, relationships, energy, economics, and you have four different blocks of energy, and so you could balance those out. And put them on all four. Or you can take all of them and just put them on one. And sometimes that's what we do. We put all of them on our economics. I've been there. Again, this was a lesson I had to learn. I learned this through, and I was telling my, I was reminding some of the people on my team about the story. I tell it a lot. There was a point where I was so locked in on the grind. When my oldest daughter, Lorraine, was born, she was a baby. She was crying. And I went to pick her up as a dad should be able to do and the baby stops crying because oh my dad picked me up it's comforting 
It's soothing. I picked her up and she kept crying like I was a stranger. That broke my heart. Oh, my Lord, that broke my heart. And I was talking to someone. I was literally talking to someone on my team today. And I was roasting him for him only focusing on time. And I'm like, I know the things that you're trying to build in your life and the way that you're trying to go. I don't want you to make that mistake of being so short-sighted and so shallow in your thinking that only thing you can think of is to throw more time at the problem. And then we had a, you know, a little bit of a deeper talk, but it, that was the gist of it. And like, so this is how I had to learn these lessons. Again, I'm picking on my older self and current self that falls into this. Because again, it's my default. <clears throat> but always when I'm doing my best, I don't, I don't stack all of my energy blocks on that. And I'm definitely not saying there's not seasons where there may be more, right? Working smart. There might be like with this COVID-19, some of your guys' business might have got hit major. And so you got to, you know, take um, sources from other areas and put it towards that and focus on that for a season. All of that is fine. I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm not saying that you got to go out and exactly have the amount of like six hours with your faith, six hours with your relationship. No, 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 no. Hear me. Don't hear me. Don't hear me like that. That is not four dimensional living. It's just being aware and knowing that when your faith and your health and your relationships around you, your marriage is tight, your connection with your kids is there, that's going to make you work better. And we don't ever think about it like that. And rest is one of these things. Rest is the, it's the, it is the wisdom, right, to know to take breaks, celebrate success, take your foot off the gas, so that you so that when you are driving, you are at the at the best you can be, and that's when your eight hours start getting the same amount done that you did in sixteen hours. But and that's because there's a multiplication effect, right? So instead of just putting all your blocks on four, you you spread them out evenly. But something that only unlocks when you hit this four-dimensional status, right, you get this multiplication effect where it's like you get 10 more blocks that open up and and you're better, you're more focused, you're more committed. It's, it's amazing. It's like a magic trick. And some of you guys are like, nope. And I, I don't want to go on a side rant. We can get into ba- balance and stuff a little bit more. I want to drive home the point. I said all that is the foundation to really lay home that the rest is just as important as the work, okay? And that's such a hard concept to get, and that's why I did all that groundwork and and, and really tried to help you guys understand. And some of my best ideas that have gotten me 10 times the effect, 20, 30 times the effect have come during my rest. During the Sunday fun days with the fam, just not working as hard. The days I came to bed early and I had a conversation with my wife that sparked something, right? And when we usually don't think about this when we're trying to make things better and how, like when we understand, so here's what I'll say, we, we do understand the effects from one dimension on the other in the negative, Right? Some people aren't able to connect the dots that, hey, my marriage being good and my stuff with my kids being good is really going to help me work better. But they know in the reverse when they're fighting with their girl how hard it is to go to work or to focus or to do whatever. Right? Maybe you're an athlete. When you and your girl beefing or when you and you, 
or or ladies, if you and your boyfriend fighting, like you're just not the same. You're not as locked in. Like we get that, but it also works in the reverse. And and that's it. That's the kind of effect we have when we rest. Okay, so my goal here today is to talk crap to enough of you guys to wake you the fluff up. And like Mr. Alan Cohen says, you can start to see the virtue in not only the work, but the rest as well. Very, very simple, people. I wasn't as in and out as I would like. I, I went on a lot of mini rants, but I hope you guys got something out of them. I want you guys to pull out your creator frame. You have your faith, relationships, energy, economics. And I want you to just scan that bad boy. And I want you to find... Here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. I want you to create a new perspective on rest. And if you have a solid one, I want you to get curious on how you could improve it. All right? So you're scanning your your creator frame. And I want you to write down a couple sentences, just a small little paragraph on how much you would be able to improve in each four, in each one of those dimensions by resting. What are some possibilities that might happen in your faith? Maybe in that quiet time where you step away from people and you can hop in, into this awareness, you might be able to get a deeper connection with God. You might have revelation on a topic, on something you've been uh, not understanding or something you've been praying about. Maybe resting, right? This is a good one for me. Resting always does well for my relationship, right? I I'm so grateful to be in a relationship where my wife wants me to come home early, doesn't want me working late. We're best friends, right? There's a lot <laughs> There's a lot of good things that happen resting there, okay? Same, same vibes with my kids, man. Deeper connection. Uh, my son now, who's 13 months at the time that I'm making this, we've never we've never had, actually, me and none of my kids after my daughter, and I actually, I you know, that woke me the fluff up, and I really did better with my daughter when she didn't stop crying, and I had to give her to her mom to get her to stop crying. I, I had to work hard, but I fixed that while she was still a baby, and that's never happened with any of my other kids. Quality time, man. I've tried to be just a sugar daddy father, and it works. Trust me. Like, you can legitimately make your kids happy, especially when they're young, by buying them stuff. That's cool. I've been that dad, but nothing, man. Nothing beats that quality time. Those are the things that they're talking about way longer than the toy. Like, we'll just, we're, we're having breakfast today, and they were talking about that. They were like, remember when you came in and Linda jumped in? And she almost pulled your shorts down and you got to pull it like, yeah, it was roasting me during over over uh, eggs and bacon before I was about to head out to the office today. These are the memories that they remember. OK, rest in the workplace. What about if you came to work more locked in, got more done, got your work done earlier and it allowed time for you to do some of the other stuff? It's a no brainer how the rest will affect your health. Okay, that was one of the big things they taught me when we were uh, when I was at UNM on the Lobos basketball team. The strength and conditioning coach talked so much crap about rest. He was like, yo, y'all just killed your muscles. Y'all work so hard. You have to rest or all of this will be in vain. Rest is so, so, so important. All right. So I want you guys to do the same. Figure out a strong perspective on rest. 
that'll have you looking forward to bedtime. Have you looking forward to taking your, your foot off the brake? And when you're not, when you when you pick your head up from just throwing so much work and time and energy at a situation, you're you're forced to use these muscles, these different this, this different way of thinking. You're you're having to tap in to that creator mindset and you'll get more creative. I really, really, really know that's going to bless you guys. Also, make sure you check out freecreatorcode.com. I got more blessings over there. Freecreatorcode.com. I love you guys. Stay safe. Catch you manana. God first. God bless.